Hey everyone, Tessa Stuckey here with For the Sake of Our Youth. I just want to take a quick second to thank you for listening and joining me on this journey. This is a really scary world that we live in and being a parent is without a doubt the hardest job in the world. I am a mom of four, I'm a therapist, and now I'm an author. I'm so excited to announce that my book, For the Sake of Our Youth, was recently published in April. You can find it on Amazon or barnesandnoble.com. As a therapist, I get this amazing advantage to hear what's going on in today's world for our youth, and I just can't be quiet about it, to understand what's going on in today's culture and how it's affecting our kids' emotions. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's not looking good. I have always said that I could talk about this forever, so much so that I could write a book about it. So I wrote the book about it, but I'm not done talking. So here we go. Ooh, also, sorry. If you're liking what you're hearing, go ahead and subscribe so that you get updated whenever there's a new episode that comes out. Maybe even leave a review. That would help other parents find this podcast easier. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Also, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me at the mom therapist. For more information, go to www.tessastuckey.com. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I can't. You got the pink hair now. I know. I do. Yeah, I like it. I've I've like thought about adding like some kind of color into my hair. Yeah, I do this. I do this a lot. Like I well, I say a lot. Well, enough to where people say I never know what color hair you're gonna have. But um, oh, really? Yeah, it's fun, and I um. This is just pink shampoo that I use. It'll wash out like in a couple of washes. So, oh, that's fun. Yeah, with like my hair, I can't do that. I don't think like well, you would like, have to bleach hair? it. You would have to bleach it. And then I think that they have some that work with brown hair, but it's not good for you know. It's not good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just the other or last night I was talking to my friend about how. I really want healthy, beautiful hair again because I once had that. And she's like, well, then stop coloring your hair. (laughs) Right, right. I have to do that. (laughs) Okay, so we have Joanne here with, and your podcast is No Guilt Mom. And I was Mm -hmm. so excited to be a part of that. And We loved having you. It was a great episode, like so much fun. Um, And I've seen that you've had a lot of great guests since then. I've been listening to you guys. It's been really nice like having that on my drive to work and around the house when I'm getting things done. And y'all had Tina. Um, oh, thank you. Um, Tina Payne Bryson. We had yes. Tina Payne Bryson, which is a total like fangirl moment for both me and my co-host Brie. We're like, oh my gosh, it's Tina Payne Bryson must act cool. <laughs> her because I'm a huge fan of her as well. That's awesome. Um, okay, but let's get right into you and your work. So if you'll just share kind of who you are and what you do and, and what you want to share today with my followers. Sure. So I run the website, noguiltmom.com, and I'm the host of the No Guilt Mom podcast, which we just started in September, which has been like the funnest thing. Uh, and I started out uh, in my career, not in education or working with parenting and kids. I started out in the entertainment industry in Hollywood awesome. where I just wanted to entertain and I wanted to make TV shows and hobnob with like celebrities and just do that whole life. Uh, but 
about three years in, I realized I was not happy. Like it was not my life's purpose whatsoever. And I couldn't picture raising my kids in that environment either uh, because it was very focused on, it was image. It was extremely competitive and I am not a competitive person, not to that extent. Right. Uh, and I, I had to think, I'm like, okay, well, where was I the happiest in my life? And when I thought back, I was camp counseling when I was a camp counselor Aww. and when yeah, when I was like working with like other women and helping kids and working with them all the time, like that was the best part of my life. And so I went back to school and I became a teacher oh, I love and it was, it was the best decision. And it was also the best financial decision too, because in LA, like it was so expensive. And when yeah. I told my husband, I'm like, let's just move back to Arizona and I'll just go back to my alma mater ASU right. And get my master's. And Perfect. he's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> all about it. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Cause he was driving 60 miles each way to work. Cause we were living oh in like the God. LA area. Yeah. Yeah. And he was driving into orange County where his work was. And but, uh, traffic, that sounds like a nightmare. It was a two hour drive one way. Oh my it, gosh. Oh. It was insane. So he was very excited to move back. There's a Phoenix office and he, we moved back here. Mm -hmm. So I became an elementary school teacher and I loved it. I specialized in fifth graders. And while I was there, I, I had this weird thing with homework. Like my kids came to school and some of them would always do their homework and some of them would never do their homework. And I would never like figure out the reason why that happened and not having grade school kids at the time, I was like, oh, you just have to set up a routine at home and, you know, be responsible and do your homework. Do it. <laughs> just do it. And of course that never worked and that never like made any change in my students. And I never got it until I stopped teaching. And I stopped teaching around the time my second child was born because How funny is that like that you it didn't like light bulb for you until you were done teaching. Yeah, it, well, and also like my daughter when I was teaching, she was born right when I started teaching. Okay. Uh, so throughout like the years I was teaching, she was just in preschool, and we yeah. really did not have to deal with homework at all. And that year I stopped when I had my son. Um, she entered kindergarten that same year that I was home. Okay. And when, um, she brought home that kindergarten packet, yep. oh my gosh, the first time she came home, she was like in tears, like crying, did not understand it, throwing herself on the couch, mm -hmm. just totally overwhelmed. Yeah. And I, I was like flabbergasted. I'm like, oh my gosh, here I am a former teacher and my kid is having this reaction to homework. Yes. Like what's going on here? And that caused me to step back and look at homework in the same way that I looked at how I would get my kids to do stuff in the classroom and motivate them. I started applying to my own child and seeing if it worked. Yeah. And we found this routine and I taught her ways to motivate herself. And within like a month, she started doing her homework all on her own. Oh my gosh. And that continued sure. throughout the trick because yeah my kids come home and they're exhausted right from a whole day of of work and mm -hmm. i'm sitting there going yeah i wouldn't want 
to work all day and then come home and do more work. So I'm like empathizing with them, but at the same time, I'm not good at getting them to actually do their homework, you know, yeah. it's not hard homework. They have to read every night and do a little bit of math and maybe another activity. So it's not like anything intense yet. So I really fear for when they get older. So yeah. Okay. Keep talking. Sorry. So no, I love that because like, I think many parents are right where you are right now. Like their kids are coming home exhausted and we have no idea how to get them to do this work that's due the next day. Yeah. And so there's something that I discovered with talking to a lot of parents and uh, just figuring it out with my own kids is that we as parents were taking on the burden of our kids' homework. Yes. Yes. And there's, there's a thing in teaching, a common saying where it's like, you should never work harder than your students. Uh-huh, that's in therapy. And in, in therapy too, never yeah. work harder than your client. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting that it's in therapy too, that same yeah. saying. Yeah. But well, cause you don't want as to parents, enable, right? You don't want to enable, you want to encourage them to do it on their own. So mm-hmm. yeah. And also like they don't experience the benefits if you do it for them. Right. Exactly. So with like, with that, I, I see parents taking on a lot of the responsibility and the burden of homework. Mm -hmm. And it's really not the parent's responsibility at all. It is the kids. Right. And when we shift that focus back to the kids, we first, we could breathe a little bit deeper. The stress comes off our shoulders and then our kids build this capability of doing their own work so that we can eventually step back and yeah. not have to push the homework issue. Yeah. So I have a couple tips okay. for how to make this happen. Hold on. I need to get my notepad ready. Hold on. I I'm going to drink my coffee. Okay. I, I love it. My coffee shop, like I can go indoors now. It's like all plexiglassed up, but like the, I, I wear my mask, but I got to go indoors this morning and like talk to people. So amazing. y'all haven't been able to do that for how long? Mm. The like the specific Texas shop been doing that for a while. Oh really? Yeah. Well, some shops do it, but the specific one I go to, they oh. were very cautious, which okay. I appreciate, and yeah. they just Ooh. reopened inside. Oh how funny! Well, the good you got to talk to yeah. people. <laughs> you got to talk to people. It was amazing. Not, on the, so, not just on a Zoom, right? Yeah, or like through my car window. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seriously. Okay, I'm ready. Homework tips go. Okay. So the first thing is to give your kids choice about when they want to do homework. Okay. If it is solely in their choice about homework, they are going to do it so much quicker. They're going to do it without reminding. Uh, There's some problems with that though. So with my daughter, she wanted to do it right when she came home from school. Okay. And that's the common like perception of parents that kids should do homework right when they come home. Right. That they should do it before they have any fun, like get it over with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I challenge parents to just let that one go yep, because I that agree. one is going to take so much pressure off of you. Yeah. So yeah. my daughter wanted to do it right when she got home. So I'm like, Oh, this is great. And yeah. then my son came along yeah. <laughs> and when he started getting homework, he's yeah. like, mommy, I want to do it in the morning before school. What? I know. And I was like, okay. Okay. Oh my gosh. I don't know how I would respond if my son said that. Okay. So I, with all the fear, I'm like, okay, 
you want to do in the morning? And knowing that he's always been an early child, like that boy gets out of bed at 5.30. We have to like tell him, we're like 6 a.m. Stay in bed till 6 a.m. Zero, zero. Yeah, that's funny. And I'm like, okay, let's try it. And the first day he did it, he got up and he did it right then in the morning. The second day, it, it, it was a, it was a struggle, but we let the struggle happen. Uh And instead of pushing him and nagging him to do his homework the night before, I was like, you wanted to do it in the morning. It is your choice to get it done. Mm -hmm. You could either get it done or you can go with it undone and talk to your teacher about it. Yeah. And as soon as I was like, well, you have to talk to your teacher about it. He's like, no, I'll do do my homework. And he's like doing it in a mad rush. The idea of like the consequence for them, not that talking to your teacher is a huge consequence, but like having to face that is, is not settle. It doesn't settle well for them. No, because they have to take responsibility then for their own actions. It's not that my mom did not sit down and make me do my homework. It was my choice that I did not do my homework. Yep. Yep. So it's huge. Now, my son, he does not do his homework in the morning anymore. He is in uh, second grade now. He okay. does it at night, but he does it without prompting. Kind of thing. Like he realized he didn't like it after that he, first time. He realized he was too stressed in the mornings because of it. And he yeah. was like too awesome. rushed. Yeah. But I but couldn't tell him that. that. Yeah. He had to experience that himself. So now he does it. I mean, last night we were watching Dancing with the Stars. We like TiVo it and watch it over multiple nights. And while we're watching, he's like, I'm going to go in the office and do my homework. I'm like, okay. And he's second grader. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. My, okay. So my second grader, he's hit or miss as far as like, if I want him to do something and I um, present it to him, whether it's something around the house or his homework. Mm-hmm. There are times when he's all about it. He's like, sure, mom, whatever you need, mom, let's do this, mom. And then there's other times when he's like, no. And he throws like it <laughs> about it. Um, but recently his teacher has been sending home the homework packets and it, she sends it home on Friday and then it's due the next Friday. And he has to pick three activities from this packet to get done. And what we have found for him is you can either get it all done Sunday night like that we can get it all done at once or mm-hmm. and spread it out throughout the week. And he's chosen to do it all at once. So it's actually been really great because Sunday evenings, he and I sit down, we have that time together. There's not so much stress going on. My husband's home. So I've got help and he and I get it done right then and there. And then all week he doesn't have to really do any homework except for reading. And so it's really nice for him to, I think what he feels from that is the relief of not having the pressure or the stress throughout the week. Yeah. And that's, that's awesome because it was like his decision and he wants to do it all at one time. And that's totally cool. Yeah. And then if he decides later on, he's like, this is just too much and it'll be his decision to break it up, change it up. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay. I think it's perfect. Uh, So after letting them decide like the routine and the schedule and when they want to do the homework, the next kind of like pushback you get is in terms of supplies. Like, have you ever had your child sit down and be like, I don't have a pencil. And then they've looked for like 20 to 30 minutes for a pencil. And you're like, oh my gosh, like we could be done with this by now. Like, obviously they're avoiding doing their homework, right? 
sometimes yes, but sometimes they just can't find a pencil. Like they're so disorganized. They have no idea where one is. Yes. Well, I guess I feel like they're avoiding because I have a whole bucket full of pencils ready oh, well. for them mm-hmm. all the time. <laughs> and it's always in, in the case same in- spot. <laughs> so when they claim they can't find a pencil and it's literally right in front of them, I'm like, okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So I encourage like one step further and give the kids control over their homework supplies by uh, letting them create their own homework box. Okay. And this is uh, something that I have in my book, Drama Free Homework. It's a free download people can request. And I'll give you the link too, if you want to share it with your listeners. Sure, I would love that. But it's a checklist that uh, I first started with my kids and we cut it out and we went to Target and we found like a cute pencil box for each of them. They got to pick it out. Mm-hmm. And we taped it to the lid of a pencil box. And it yeah. said stuff like, it was like pencil and crayons and a scissors and a glue stick. Uh, so that all of those supplies were in one place. Yeah. And then my kids were responsible for returning all of those supplies to their homework box at the end of homework time. Yeah. I like that. And they were responsible for it in there. And the reason I put a checklist is because in the classroom, I noticed that when kids have lists in front of them as to like what's expected of them and what's expected to be put back in the box, uh-huh. they will follow through and do it. Okay. Now we don't have those homework boxes anymore. Like it's not an official thing I do with my kids because now like they're fine with it. They, yeah. they know where their supplies are. They know a system for it, but starting so out was really, really helpful. For starting out, like to help our kids get in that habit and the lifestyle and the routine and make it a little bit more predictable and structured for them to have that mm-hmm. toolbox ready to go. Yeah. And it's totally under their control. So like yes. once the homework box was started, I did not touch it. Okay. okay. And if my daughter, like I would maybe give her like a little reminder at the end of homework time, I'm like, okay, just, you know, make sure to check what's on the box and she'd check it and she'd put it in. Yeah. But after that total hands off, because okay. I saw that my kids didn't need any interventions from me in that regard. Absolutely. Some other kids might, and they might just need a little more, um, handholding throughout that first homework box period mm-hmm. until they get it down. Yeah. But it's all it depends on the kid. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So the homework box is big. Something that I found was huge is introducing a timer and the timer, like, so it's like a productivity hack that I read about as an entrepreneur. And I actually use in my own writing Uh where if I have to write something uh, like one of my books or a blog post or anything, I'll put a timer on for 20 minutes and I'll be like, okay, nothing but writing for these 20 minutes. I could do it. And if I don't do anything, it's okay. Uh, but I'm going to focus in 20 minutes. Yeah. And like what usually happens usually within the first minute, you're like, Oh shoot, I got this. Yep. You get so much done. Yep. So I introduced this to my daughter and I'm like, okay, how much do you think you can get done in two minutes? And I kept the time very, very short. Yeah. And she's like, I think I could do like three problems in two minutes. I'm like, okay, let's do it. Let's set the timer and go. And yeah. she set the timer and she got way more than she thought she could. Of course. Okay. And then that showed her how capable she was of focusing and working. And it really, really worked for her. So much so that she now uses it for like household chores. She dreads. Oh, really? She has to like, yeah, when she has to unload the dishwasher or fold her clothes, she'll be (laughs) like, 
okay. I can't say, okay, Google, because it's right here. It'll turn on, but, <laughs> but she'll put really, the timer on, right? Yeah. We have Alexa. So we'll, we'll do the timer with Alexa. Yeah. Yeah. And does it help in your family? Um, yeah, well, so with chores and stuff, we haven't really needed timers because I, I started the chore thing. We call them contributions in our house. Um, I like that. I that a long time ago, like when they were little. And so <sighs> it's just kind of been, they know to expect it. Um, but they use the Alexa timer for like, for reading. They have to read 20 minutes every evening. So they'll do that. And then, um, like when I put them to bed and I'm like, okay, you can stay up for another 15 minutes. They'll ask Alexa for the timer for that. But, um, I need to try it with the homework because I think, I think that that is, I mean, like you said, you do it as an adult too. Like it's, it's so helpful just to carve out that time and mm -hmm. dedicate it just towards whatever you're trying to be productive with. And cause then you, you can refocus yourself and you can even say it's a regular timer, you know, or Alexa and say, how much time do I have left? You look and you're like, Oh, I, I only have five minutes left of this dreaded task. I'm this doing. dreaded task. And it's yeah. like, okay, I can do it for five more minutes, you know? And it's, I just love that because it just helps you stay focused and on task. Yeah. And it's like, it's so helpful and it really like a, a variety of disciplines you can use the timer yeah, in. Absolutely. Like I used to use the timer when I was running and I, I've done some marathons. I did marathons in my oh, early twenties, nice. but I was not a runner before I decided to do marathons. It was one of those things where I'm like, I'm, I think I want to run. Let's sure. do a marathon. Throwing it out into the world that you wanted to be a runner. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> So, but like what the training programs are like, okay, run for two minutes, walk for one minute, run for two minutes. And just yeah. knowing that end time helps yeah. so much. Oh yeah. It's like something to look forward to. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah, and like motivating. you can, like, you can always do something for 30 seconds, 30 seconds more. You can always do something for 30 seconds more. And that's a, a good I'm thing so for kids. Not to a runner, that it's hard for me to agree with you on one, but I don't run. I don't run that much anymore because like running is really hard on your body. Don't know. If you know. It is. I feel like death, but I can't. It's really hard. Ran. I'm a cycle. I do cycle now. Yeah. Cycling is nice. I like that too. It's easier on the body for sure. Anyway. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. So homework, having a supply box, letting kids yeah. choose the routine, doing the timer. And then my fourth tip is yeah. rewards, but yeah. I'm not talking about rewards that parents put in place for kids. Uh -huh. I'm encouraging kids to set their own rewards. Love and that. so we, as parents kind of encourage them. My daughter, uh, we had, she really liked Haribo gummy bears and you know, they they have those little packs. Yeah. Yeah. Tiny packs. Yeah. So every time she sat down to do homework and she set her timer at the end of those little two minute timer bursts, she would get to eat one gummy bear, just one gummy bear. Yeah. <laughs> and then she'd set the timer again and she'd eat another gummy bear. That. And that's what she decided she wanted to do. Yeah. I love that. Do you have any other suggestions for rewards that kids? You could like? do stickers. You could do like a fun time outside. Um, you could do like a fun activity with a parent. Uh, yeah. maybe they want to like 
cook a specific like food for dinner or like uh-huh. a side dish for dinner. But I let my kids pick dinner sometimes or like pick the restaurant that we're going to go to this weekend or something. And they, really- Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. To like pick that. Mm-hmm. It's fun. <laughs> it's funny in our house. It's like always the same place. We're like, really, <laughs> really, <laughs> really. <laughs> like our three restaurants that we cycle through that the kids always pick. Another one that works well is having um, control of the remote control with the TV. Like that Ooh. one works well in our house. That's a good one. Yeah. My kids get into like these TV binges um, where it's only one show for like a period of like two yeah. or three months. Of course. Yeah. Maybe. Right now they're on Boy Meets World and Disney Plus. <laughs> really? Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. that. Wait, I love Boy Meets World. Your daughter's how old? She is almost, she's going to turn 12 next month. Okay. Yeah. So it's like right up her alley. Oh, boy. Yeah. Girl, it's so good. And it's just as good as it was when we were kids. Well, of like, course. I, of course. It was I believe so it. funny. Oh, boy meets world was so good. That brings me back. Yeah. I love this. And you know, what's crazy is I talk a lot with people more with adults, but I've been doing it with my kids too, um, about finding motivation, especially during this time with COVID and online schooling and stuff like that, it's really hard to find motivation. And what I have been telling people is to give yourself something to look forward to find a reward that's at the end of this long trek, but find little things in between that motivate, like keep you going. Right. That, mm-hmm. and I, when I'm working with teenagers and adults, I'm like, it can be as simple as treating yourself to a Frappuccino, like something to look forward to. And so I've been working with my own kids about that. And, um, so on Mondays, we always go get Froyo because Mondays are just hard for everyone in this world. And agreed. My son, like at the beginning of the school year, was just like, Mondays suck. And I'm like, well, I don't like using that word, but yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> Mondays are not fun. And I just said like, what can we do to help you get through Mondays a little bit easier? I was like, we need to find something for you to look forward to. And he picked Froyo. So that's what we do every Mondays. And then I try to find something little every day for them to look forward to at the end of the day. But I am also a fan of kind of what you were saying. It's like, put that on them, let them kind of come up with some more ideas of things that they can look forward to. And now I can implement homework in there you know, yeah. go get froyo after you do your homework. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's such a good skill as an adult because yeah. I don't think that my upbringing really cherished those rewards and right. really looked at like the fun. It was more, okay, you get good grades, you go to like college and you go from right. there. It was kind of like that long-term goal of you have to get good grades so that you get into a good school so that you get a good job. And, and when you're little and a teenager, that's really hard to remind yourself or to like, you don't see anything now. So it's like, why am I working so hard in the middle of this? You know, when college is so far down the road, why am I doing that now? And so it's good to have those little things, like little buffers that help move you along the way. I think so. And I think it's really good for mental health because that's something that I now as an adult have to work in that, Hey, if I work really hard, I need to go and reward myself and celebrate that accomplishment versus just going to the next thing. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. And you hear it all the time from people. It's like, I deserve this. I've worked really hard or like, I'm going to, I'm going to reward myself now. And it's like, yeah, you should, we all should be doing that more mm -hmm. often because it's going to keep us trucking along with more of that fuel and that fire rather than deadening our, our energy, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, so I'm like a big fan of therapy and I, I just went through like a round of therapy recently because of this whole COVID thing and just craziness. But something that my counselor suggested was that every day at two 15, I have to take a victory break. And it's like the go Joanne victory break that I have to do for myself yeah. and <laughs> celebrate everything I've done in that day. Why fifteen? Just because it's random. Okay. Okay. totally random. It had significance. Oh, I love that though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it so much better because you're like, Oh, wait a minute. I thought I, I, I failed today, but yeah. no, I have not failed today. Right. I've gotten all these things done. Absolutely. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Well, good. So where can people find you and find your book? So they can find me at noguiltmom.com or listen to the No Guilt Mom podcast, mm -hmm. which is so much fun. And me yeah. and my co-host, Bree Tucker, we're having a blast mm -hmm. producing and recording that. And then my book is called Drama Free Homework, uh, A Parent's Guide to Eliminating Homework Battles and Raising Focused Kids. And that could be found on Amazon. Very nice. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so, so much. Joanne, did I tell you that my middle name is Joanne? Oh no. That's yeah. awesome. But um, people always call me Tessa Joe. Like ever since I was oh. little, people have called me Tessa Joe. And so a lot of people don't know that it's actually Joanne. <laughs> That's awesome. Joanne's a good name. Joanne's actually, I was named after my two grandmas. One was Josephine and one was Anne. So just combined oh, together for Joanne. That. Oh, I love that. My mom's name is Joanne and my grandmother's mm -hmm. name is Joanne. So it's a family name in our house. That, That's awesome. I love that. Well, I'm really glad that we did this again. I'm, I love chatting with you. And anytime y'all, you want to do it again, or you and Brie want to sit down and chat again, I would absolutely love it. Um, Definitely. So thank you for taking the time to share these homework tips. And I, I seriously, today, I, cause we have all these pencil box laying around the house. And so I'm going to sit down with each of them and make a checklist. And then we're going to go to Target and get everything they need. Cause like our art, we have an, a whole room just for art room, whatever. And it's a mess in there. It was, <sighs> it was our homeschool room when they were doing homeschool, but now it's yeah. just a big old mess. And so I want to organize that. Like you've inspired me. I'm going to organize that. I'm going to have each of them have their own homework toolbox so that we are ready to go and it's expected and part of the routine. And then I'm going to have each of them tell me when they want to get their homework done. Yeah. And with that, like, uh, so one thing that I know parents have brought up is when they have multiple kids and they ask like when they want to do their homework done, parents feel automatically like stressed because they're like, Oh my gosh, there's three different homework times going right, on. Right. So it's like one additional boundary to set as just telling them when you will be available if yeah. they need any help with their homework. Yeah. Yeah. And then you only commit to like one half hour block and yeah. they just decide from there. Yeah. Right now. Like I know that most likely they're going to pick to not do their homework right when they get home because they've gotten it in their routine to come home and just chill for a little bit. And I'm all about that. That's fine. Um, and then usually right when I start cooking dinner is when 
I'll kind of pull them into the kitchen one by one and I'll help them with their homework. So yeah, I think I can like, op like let them know between 4 p.m. and 6 p.m. is kind of like our time. Do you want to play for 30 minutes first or do you want to go ahead and get it done? Or do you want to wait until after dinner? You know, I, I think we can play around within that time slot that each of them can do their homework. And luckily the twins are in kindergarten and don't have a lot of homework. They just they really don't have really any homework. They just that's good. Kindergartners shouldn't have like any homework or at and least like your little. <laughs> See, I think that's perfect because the yeah. stories I hear about first graders having like an hour and a half of homework are just you know, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I, I have been that mom who is gluing the project together or doing the whole thing. And, and I don't like that. I don't. And no. even the other day I was apologizing to my son see, this is so bad. I said, Oh my gosh, buddy, I'm so sorry. I forgot to put your homework in your folder. Like I was taking the blame and it hit me right then and there. I was like, no, hold up. Hold no, <laughs> that is not my homework. That is his homework. And I need to totally reframe this whole situation. So, I mean, you are so helpful for me, Joanne. Like I am going to, you have really inspired me to kind of buckle down and put this stuff into play immediately like today it's happening so thank yay. you yay i can't wait to hear how it goes i will keep you updated for sure they might push back a little bit i but you're gonna keep going yeah i always i always expect that when there's any sort of change in the lifestyle you're gonna get pushed back and so i'm expecting always. that for sure but i'm excited to see the pro the true you know healthy and and positive progress that comes from it so thank you well, you're welcome. Thank you for having me on. This is yeah, fun. Absolutely. Okay. I will talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.